Hello, my name is Ewa. I am Sisi. Welcome to As, As We Were Saying. As We Were Saying. <laughs> the fact that you can do all things doesn't mean that you will do all things. And as you said, God in also regulating our lives and everything would make sure that he empowers you to do what he wants you to do. Even though he has given you the power to do all things. He doesn't expect you to do everything. And he will give you instructions of things he wants you to do. And then, and some things that you will think in yourself, I can't really do this thing. Because you've estimated yourself from a natural standpoint. You'll be able to do those things because God said you should do it. God says, go and, go and take this nation or go and take this territory or go and run this big business. And in your mind, I'm a trained accountant. I work for companies. I help to, to make sure their books are okay. So I serve people. That's what I do. But then I'll tell you, you're going to start this really big conglomerate. I'm like, I don't know the first thing about it. But God is the one that is telling you, go and do it. So you're doing it because he said so. Meaning that he has given you that power to do it. But when you estimate yourself from the natural standpoint, you're like, no, this is not for me. You will actually even tell yourself that it's not for me. If someone brought that idea to you at first, until God says, no, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And that's what I want you to do. So you just do it because of he said so. So I think I understood what you were saying. I think once we started to add all the pieces together, see, it's not everything you, because yeah, the potential is in us, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can do anything he wants. But he's the one that will be telling you that for you, see, for you, AY, these are the things I want you to do. So you just do them. And some of them will include things that you will never believe you are able to do. I would never believe I'm able to do because I'll look at my training. I'll look at my background. I'll look at my environment. I'll look at the circumstances that were around me when I grew up. And I'll look at my experience up to that point when he's giving me that instruction. I'll tell him, no, I can't do it, which is what all the people he instructed to do bigger things than themselves. They told him that I'm a youth. Ah, no, I know. I've never let, I can't talk. I don't know how to speak. I don't, so just look at all the people that gave excuses and all the excuses they gave. They were right. Moses said, Moses was a stammerer. I can't talk. So it wasn't lying. And Ross uh, Gideon, he said, I'm the least of the last. I thought he said, yeah, mighty man, you will save the whole of. Imagine that. <laughs> they just say, see, I the one that is going to deliver the whole of. Wait, no, wait. I, wait. I I knew you were going to say something. As before you can say it outside, just wait. Why is it me? Why did you not you just stop? <laughs> before you can't. Before you just pause the whole thing. The before, thing was just flowing. She just put the pause to it. I don't before, understand. Before you can't declare something, as in, I'll be like, the, the, the God will be like, did you not hear? What uh, this person said, I'm like, who? Who? <laughs> he was just talking. 
<laughs> Please don't be talking, just be talking. Yeah, There's right. power in our the, the declaration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in conclusion, you are saying that some of the things we hear from the word of God is so narrow, narrowly established in our thinking that we don't ascribe the potential to ourselves. Is that what you're saying? To some of the things you had, like the example you gave, that's that example you gave. Now, when you say you have the mind of Christ, it's just you, you say yes, and in your mind, you're just thinking in one dimension, and other dimensions of that statement is not open to you until someone explains it, explains it to you. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's what happened to me many times. So, um, it's as if like the more you, I interact with that particular scripture, the more it just opens up to me in a different way. It's like this scripture that came to mind. I remember one time I was reading it um, and it says that um, oh, something about the Holy Spirit. Let me see if I can find it. Something about um, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Yeah, that one. Mm, look at that one. So, James. James what? One. Anyway, I have another first. That's right. No, so, and uh, it's Romans 5. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost who is given unto us. Mm-hmm. So I now realize that because the Holy Spirit is inside of me, mm-hmm. that's why I have love. And because I have love, I'm not ashamed. Hmm. Let me read it under Amplified. It said, it said, such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us, for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So, the hope in God's promises can never be disappointed because we have that love of God, love of God, and it's given by the Holy Spirit. So many times when, uh, you know, one of the ways that, sorry, one of the ways that the Bible tells us that we have, that is quote unquote a sign that we have the Holy Spirit is love that we have for the brethren. Mm-hmm. So that's also the same kind of confirmation. For the hope as well. Yeah. Because when we have that love for the distance, it's also showing us that we are believing the promise of God. Anyway, that scripture came, as in like, for me, I'd always quoted the scripture, the hand, that's what I was coming to, I'd always quoted the scripture as in, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. So I used to just be like, Lord, just as in, I want my heart to be full mm-hmm. of your love. I want your heart, my heart to be full of your love. My heart to be, even like if somebody offends me, if you offend me, I'd be like, Lord, I want my heart to be full of your love. I want my heart to be full of your love. I want my heart to be full of your love. And then the Holy Spirit now like, is as if he comes in and fills me with that love, which is a confirmation that God keeps his promises. So, I don't know if you understand what I mean. Hmm. It's a deep one. It's deep. Sorry.
deep. Okay, I don't know which scripture this is. Philips. It's an interesting one, but it okay. it takes the whole concept of it. It says this doesn't mean, of course, that we have only a hope of future joys. We can be full of joy here and now, even in our trials and troubles. Taking in the right spirit, these very things will give us patience, endurance. This, in turn, will develop a mature character. Mm. And a character of this sort produces a steady hope. A hope that will never disappoint us. Already, we have some experience of the love of God flooding through our hearts by the Holy Spirit given to us. It's called J.B. Phillips' New Testament Bible. just tell yourself something that God has said. You just agree with it now. You will start to see the manifestation. And when you see the manifestation, it seems so natural that you forget that it's because you declared what was said about you. And then, because you don't link the two together, you still doubt that that thing works. You declared. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, so what I'm saying is an example of what you just said previously, that you, that you want to love people more when there's an um, an offense, for example, and then maybe I offend you, and you ask him, and you're saying, Lord, I want you to fill me with love. And God now fills you with love. And it's a confirmation of that promise God has given. And the reason why I was rolling my head is that I won't link it to the fact that the fact that I have not forgiven you or you've not forgiven me is linked to that promise. So the next time when God makes a promise, you still doubt the fact that God honors his promise because you've not linked that first promise to the fact that when you prayed that God should help you to love people more, he honored that prayer by pouring his love into your heart for that person. Mm. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that. When I ask God for something, I made a declaration that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, for example, or I am twice better than the next person in my academics. And I start growing my grades. It is possible for me to not realize or to forget that it's because I was making those declarations of what God has done for me. That's why my grades increased. And then what happens is that when the next thing happens, I'll still be wondering as if, as if, does God really answer my prayer? Do these promises really work? Because naturally, it looked as if my grades increased naturally. But I didn't realize that that's, that natural increase in my grade was a, um, the outcome of a supernatural um, exercise I did, an acknowledgement of who God says I am. So, because I didn't link the two. I just got better, it seems naturally. Like, oh, I moved from a D student to a C student, to a B student, to an A student. And my teachers said, oh, wow, you've really improved. Wow, your grades are getting better. Probably I even studied a bit more. But I forgot, or I forget that the reason why I read more, increased my grades, I got better grades, was because I made a declaration of what God said I I am 
which is that I have the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. You're very right. It's in, in, in all honesty for me, it's in so many things, you know, many times. As in, I think people have said that thing about, oh, you have the Holy Spirit, but you only use the Holy Spirit to speak in tongues. Mm. But there's so many things that we really, really need the Holy Spirit for. You know, you've done something wrong, like what happened to me recently. Mm. As in, you've done something wrong, and then you're so scared to go and confront that thing. So you're like, ha, how would this thing work out? How would, what will happen and everything? And you now start praying. You know, initially I wanted to just call immediately and just, you know, get it over with. But even that is wrong because there's a difference between doing something by the power of the Holy Spirit and just doing something in the flesh. Mm. Like just because it's your, you can't do it, you just do it. There's a difference. So now like, I was just like, okay, I had to like keep praying. I'm like, God, I want to do this. I want to do this thing the very next day. But then I didn't, I was still scared and I was still like, ha. Okay, let me just wait until, you know, this other thing has happened. So I was not like, am I procrastinating? And then eventually when the thing showed up and I didn't have any other excuse, I said, there's no procrastination. Just call and get it done with. Mm. And then you know everything, how everything just worked out the same. But not only did it, <laughs> not only did I learn to really trust the Holy Spirit to help me sort out the mistake that I made, mm. but I also learned not to like to be more careful to not make that kind of mistake mm. because of the all the quote unquote emotional trauma I, <laughs> I no, went through. So I'm like, okay, he he has taught me two things with this same incident. I and just that day I was I was put in that same kind of position again. And I was like, don't even make that mistake again. <laughs> don't even make that mistake again. Mm. So I think that is one of the things that, you know, like when you're asking God that please help me, it's not just help me to, like you said, to be more intelligent or be more um, excellent in my work or whatever, but even in the things that as Christians, we really should have like the fruit of the spirit mm. and stuff is to ask for those kind of things as well, to ask for those kind of things like, Right now, I am not being kind. I don't even feel like being kind to this person. Mm. And I just, I know I need to be kind. So please help me to be kind to this person. I'm not being kind. I know I'm not being kind. If this kind of, if I did this thing to myself, if somebody did this to me, mm -hmm. I would say that that person was not being kind. So I know I'm not being kind to this person. Please help me to be kind to this person. You know, so that those are the kind of things that honors God and the Holy Spirit like helps you, floods you with that kind of love to be able to quote unquote achieve, you know, because he knows that you already have it. It's just that there are things that block it from opening up mm. and then he gives you the strength to be able to, you know, overcome that um, barrier. So I'm very grateful for, for what he has done in that sense. You know, sometimes you, you just be like, you go through some 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 seasons in your life and you don't feel like you don't feel like praying, you don't feel like singing, you don't even want to see anybody. Yeah. Everybody's just like 
annoying to you. And you know that one, you should not um, forsake the assembly of believers. Mm-hmm. Two, you know you should love the body of believers. And you know what love also entails, you know, in, like how he explained it in Corinthians. And you know that that is not how you're, you're feeling, quote unquote, at this time. And you know all those kind of things. So you, you now be like, God, please get me out of this, this rot. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, I can't, I can't move. I can't, I can't even be bothered to wake up and pray. I can't be bothered to, to read your word. I can't be bothered to listen to any music or to even sing. I can't be bothered to, you know, you just be like, oh. And then the only thing you can do is just to cry out. And you know, when the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, He makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot even be, you don't even know. Like when you're like, oh help me only that alone is by the power of the holy spirit because you are realizing that you don't have the power by yourself to be able to do this thing Mm. that you know would help you at the end of the day so you're like god just help me and just just that simple god just help me god just help me god please help me help me help me those god help me and this is you it's you think it's just you but it's the holy spirit helping you to become or to be where God wants you to be and then when eventually you come out of it you just know that it wasn't by your power you got out of that those murky waters well that's for me anyway speak for myself that's a good one I think because uh, one thing that I took from what you said is that not rushing to do things because you can just asking for the help of the Holy Spirit You've been listening to us, we were saying, do not miss the next episode. Have a great day. Cheers. <laughs>